Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, the environmental disaster unfolding in Ukraine after a critical dam on the front lines is blown up. Now the Russians and Ukrainians are blaming each other as thousands are forced to flee. Here are tonight's headlines. Ukraine's president calls the destruction a war crime, with towns underwater, some facing gunfire as they try to evacuate. The damage to the Ukrainian people and to the region will be significant. The PGA Tour shocks the sports world by joining forces with Saudi back to live golf. Tonight, some of the game's top golfers and 9-11 families are outraged. You're taking their money at the cost of all these human rights atrocities. California Governor Gavin Newsom accusing Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis, of kidnapping after two groups of migrants have been flown to Sacramento. Breast cancer breakthrough? Promising new research reveals artificial intelligence may be the answer to predicting cancer risk in just seconds. Another former confidant of Donald Trump enters the 2024 race. What former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie's candidacy means for other contenders. How are we going to make this work? What about their development? Can I afford to live and pay my bills? More than half of the country lives in an area considered a childcare desert. Meet two moms who are doing something about it. We've seen both sides. This is a problem and we need to do something about it. And the surprise of a lifetime, a military dad travels 30 hours to make it to his daughter's graduation. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Tuesday night. We want to begin tonight with the growing fears of an environmental catastrophe.
catastrophe unfolding in Ukraine. And this is not because of the ongoing bombs and bullets raining down on citizens, but instead the cascading floodwaters that are threatening thousands of people after a critical dam on the front lines was sabotaged. We are learning that those floodwaters are expected to peak in the coming hours. Ukrainian President Zelensky blamed Russian terrorists for blowing up the Soviet-era dam, calling it the largest man-made environmental disaster in Europe in decades. Take a look at these stunning satellite photos from before and then after the explosion. Look at all that water. It is rushing now towards cities and towns. Streets were turned into lakes and rivers and homes and businesses swept away. And it comes just as Ukraine is beginning its long-planned counteroffensive to retake territory held by Russia. CBS's Deborah Pata is going to start us off tonight with all the new developments. The blast smashed through the dam wall, causing a massive breach as one section collapsed completely, sending torrents of water surging towards the southern city of Kherson, less than 50 miles away. Homes partially submerged, some even floating away, and once fertile agricultural ground now a soggy wasteland. The flooding has forced the evacuation of thousands of people. Some fled under fire, others scrambled to protect their animals, like Tetiana, who frantically searched for her pets, begging one dog not to drown and searching for others in her waterlogged home. The dam holds back a reservoir containing about the same volume of water as the Great Salt Lake in Utah and is important for the safe running of the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, which is also Kremlin-controlled. The United Nations atomic energy body says that plant is safe for now. But Ukraine is furious. From official outrage in Kyiv with President Zelensky accusing Russia of a brutal war crime to anger and loathing in Kherson. We were under occupation for nine months, said Irina. Now we have been flooded by these wretched occupiers. The Kremlin denies any involvement. What both sides can agree on is that this has triggered an environmental disaster, endangering crops, drinking water and an entire ecosystem and a humanitarian crisis for the people of Kherson who endured months of Russian fire only to be chased from their homes by rising water. White House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says they're assessing reports that Russia is responsible for the blast. And while they cannot say conclusively what happened yet, Nora, what is clear is that the damage to the Ukrainian people and the region will be significant. Devastating. Deborah Pata, thank you. We want to turn out to some breaking news back here at home. Multiple people have been shot outside a high school graduation ceremony in Richmond, Virginia, this afternoon. Our CBS Richmond affiliate, WTVR, has obtained cell phone video from the scene. We are hearing at least five victims have been shot, including three with life-threatening injuries. The shooting happened at a theater on the campus of Virginia Commonwealth University, which went on lockdown. Police are on the scene. Our affiliate reports that two suspects are in custody. 
Now to a surprise move in the world of professional golf. The PGA Tour and European Tour today announced a merger with controversial Saudi-backed Live Golf. CBS's Manuel Bohorquez reports the agreement follows months of lawsuits and suspensions that have teed off some of the game's biggest names. The stunning announcement comes after a bitter two years, which saw Saudi-backed Live Golf poach some of the sport's biggest names with lucrative deals, as the PGA fought back, suspending those players from PGA events. David Dusek is a senior writer at Golf Week. I don't think there's any way that you can look at this and say that the Live golfers weren't the winners. They obviously won on this. Among the biggest names to join Live Golf, Hall of Famer Phil Mickelson tweeted, awesome day today. PGA champs Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy have not commented on today's news, but have been vocal critics of golfers who joined Live. My dad said to me a long time ago, once you make your bed, you lie in it. And they've made their bed. So, you know, that's that's their decision and they have to live with that. Live Golf is seen by many as a Saudi attempt at sports washing, essentially building a worldwide sports brand that distracts from the country's record of human rights abuses, the murder of Washington Post columnist Jamal Khashoggi, and an FBI report detailing Saudi ties to 9-11. This was PGA Commissioner Jay Monahan last year. And I would ask, you know, any player that has left or any player that would ever consider leaving, have you ever had to apologize for being a member of the PGA Tour? Today, he struck a different tone. We've recognized that together we can have a far greater impact on this game than we can working apart. Sitting next to Monaghan, the chairman of the new venture, Yasser Arumayan, a close confidant of Saudi's crown prince and head of the public investment fund, which has spent billions of dollars to shake up pro golf and now pro soccer, luring superstars like Cristiano Ronaldo to play in the kingdom. So is the moral of the story, the money wins? It certainly, unfortunately, looks like in this case, then yes, eventually, if you just keep bringing the trucks of money again and again and again, you're going to be able to find just about everybody's price. In a statement, the group 9-11 Families United said it was shocked and deeply offended by the merger. On the other hand, former President Donald Trump, who owns golf courses which are on the live schedule this year, he called it a, quote, big, beautiful and glamorous deal. Nora. Many Bajorquez with that unfolding story. Thank you. Well, we want to turn now to the political and possible legal fallout from those chartered flights of migrants from Texas to Sacramento, California. Florida officials, along with Republican presidential candidate Governor Ron DeSantis, are accused of arranging the flights. CBS's Elise Preston reports California's attorney general is now investigating whether the flights were illegal. A political firestorm is brewing over groups of migrants that were flown to California's capital. Florida officials say this video provided by their emergency management division shows migrants signing paperwork agreeing to go to California. Human beings are being used as political pawns in someone's political game. Since Friday, two private jets carrying three dozen asylum seekers, mainly from Venezuela, traveled to Sacramento from the Texas border. It's believed many of them had no idea where they were going, despite Florida's claims. California's Attorney General Rob Bonta is now investigating. We believe these individuals were, were lied to, deceived, manipulated, exploited and abused. Uh, it's certainly morally bankrupt and also potentially illegal. Bonta points to a $12 million program in the state that funds the transport of, quote, unauthorized aliens out of Florida. They don't work with 
migrants or immigrants who ever touched foot and set foot in Florida, they're in Texas. Last year, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis also claimed responsibility for transporting 49 migrants from Texas to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts. Meanwhile, Sacramento's leaders are welcoming the asylum seekers. We will never cower, ever. We'll welcome people. We always have, we always will. Church groups here in Sacramento are temporarily housing the asylum seekers. In recent tweets, California's governor, Gavin Newsom, called DeSantis pathetic and threatened to charge him with kidnapping. He also said California will lead with inclusive and just policies. Nora? Elise Preston, thank you very much. Well, today, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie filed the paperwork to run for the White House. CBS's Caitlin Huey Burns is with Christie as he kicks off his campaign tonight in New Hampshire, where he is set to make a case against GOP frontrunner Donald Trump. Do you like a, a, a line by line on what I did today? Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie built a political brand as a street fighter, willing to tell it like it is. And in launching his second presidential campaign, he's taking that fight to former President Donald Trump and testing whether there are enough Republican voters willing to listen. You have to be fearless because he will come back. And right at you. Thank you. It's a far cry from 2016 when he dropped his first presidential bid after dismal showings in Iowa and New Hampshire, becoming a key ally and advisor to Trump. I am proud to be here to endorse Donald Trump for president of the United States. Christie prepped him for debates and, for a time, led his transition team. But the chaotic presidency that followed and then false claims of election fraud turned Christie into a fervent never-Trumper. I got off the train when he stood up in the west wing of the White House behind the seal of the president and told us the election was stolen. Christie is now betting New Hampshire's independent voters are also willing to get off that train. I mean, I kind of like the guy, but I hope that he can get in there, but there's so many in there right now. An expanded field may stand to benefit Trump, who leads his closest rival, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, by double digits. Former Vice President Mike Pence will launch his own campaign for president tomorrow in Iowa. And as for Christie, the next challenge is meeting the donor and polling requirements for the debate stage, where he's vowed to go after Donald Trump. Also among the criteria, a pledge to support the eventual nominee. And neither Christie nor Trump have said whether they'll sign it. Nora? Caitlin Huey Burns, thank you. We turn now to a possible game changer when it comes to the fight against breast cancer. CBS's Janet Chamlin reports on a new study which shows in the age of AI, technology is better at predicting a patient's risk than current methods. It's cutting edge research. Artificial intelligence is significantly better at predicting a patient's cancer risk, according to a new study out today. The role of AI in predicting breast cancer risk is definitely in our future. Dr. Polly Neurovath, is a breast oncologist with Houston Methodist. Assessing a person's risk, the AI can do it probably a lot cheaper and faster as well. Current clinical models use a patient's age, family history, and information like breast density to determine risk. Artificial intelligence is able to get biomarkers, more information from the mammogram, helping doctors make personalized recommendations. The Kaiser Permanente research analyzed the mammograms of more than 18,000 women. AI took just seconds to determine their five-year breast cancer risk, and it was up to 25% more accurate 
when combined with personal history. The American Cancer Society reports this year alone, doctors will diagnose almost 300,000 cases of breast cancer. More than 43,000 U.S. women will die of the disease. The rate of breast cancer in women ages 25 to 39 has increased 32 percent since 2009. I think it ends up being a very valuable tool in our arsenal. Dr. Niravath says younger women could benefit from this technology, a predictor of when they should get screened, which could save lives. And here at Houston Methodist, they are already using AI to help determine breast cancer risk. While it's not widespread, its use is growing, and the technology could be especially helpful in areas that lack advanced medical resources. Nora? It is such an important story. Janet Chamley, and thank you so much. Well, tonight, 75 million Americans from New England to the Midwest and as far south as the Carolinas are under air quality alerts. That's because smoke from wildfires in eastern Canada is causing dangerous pollution in the U.S. You can actually see how dense that smoke is in this satellite image in New York City. Alerts are expected to remain in place through Friday, meaning you should limit your time outdoors. Now to part two in our series on the growing child care crisis in America. In addition to rising costs, more than half of the country lives in a child care desert where there is little or no access to child care. CBS's Meg Oliver shows us how two mothers are trying to solve the problem. When this daycare shut down, what went through your minds? What are we going to do? <laughs> Who's going to take care of our kids? How is this going to affect my job? Do it, can I keep my job? I remember calling 12 daycares one day and having all of them be like, waitlist, waitlist, a year and a half, a year and a half, maybe a year. In Wisconsin, finding childcare is a hardship. There's one spot available for every three kids. That's considered a childcare desert, and 51% of the country lives in one. So I actually did lose my job. Sorry, I'm a little emotional. That's okay. <laughs> so yeah. It impacted my performance too much last year. Could you keep up what you were doing, taking care of your kids and working? It was hard. Like, I put my family first and set my job. And obviously, got repercussions from him. Here in Outagamie County, population close to 200,000, more than 1,200 children are on a wait list for child care. And many centers have stopped using a wait list due to the extensive wait. Last November, when this daycare shut down, full-time working moms Virginia Moss and Tiffany Simon took action. We had dinner together two nights in a row, and we're just running numbers and figuring out what's going to make sense. And we felt like we could do it. Hi. They bought the building, and within two months, the physical therapist and data consultant opened Joyful Beginnings Academy, hiring management, 20 daycare workers, and enrolling 75 kids. Can you do that? Daycare workers here can earn up to $17 an hour, compared to the state average between $11 and $13. We've seen both sides. we felt the pain both sides. And so now we can go and educate that this is a problem and we need to do something about it. Why do we got shovels? It's a small fix in a desperate area. Their daycare already has a wait list of nearly 100 kids. If Virginia and Tiffany didn't step in and reopen this daycare facility, where would you all be? I probably would have had to turn around and sell my home, move in with my family. Really? Yeah. One of us would have probably left our jobs. What does this child care facility mean to your community? 
I think it's bonded our community together, um, especially living in a neighborhood with a lot of little kids. We all kind of went through the struggle together. Do you like them? An American crisis affecting too many families. Come here. Meg Oliver, CBS News, Dale, Wisconsin. Prince Harry made history with an emotional day in court. We've got the details next. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It was a dramatic day in court for Prince Harry. Historic, too, as he was the first British royal to testify in court in more than 130 years. The 38-year-old prince is suing the publisher of multiple British tabloids, accusing reporters of illegally hacking his phone back when he was a teenager and repeatedly trying to break up his relationships, including with Chelsea Davey. A lawyer for the publisher called the prince's accusations of illegal activity speculation. Safety regulators are sounding the alarm about a recalled baby product. We've got the information next. Tonight, we have an important consumer alert. Two more deaths have been linked to a baby pillow lounger that was recalled nearly two years ago. Regulators are sounding the alarm about the boppy newborn lounger now linked to the suffocation deaths of 10 babies. The agency is also calling on Meta to ban the sale of these loungers on Facebook Marketplace, saying it's been requesting to have the listings taken down about a thousand times a month. Well, a graduation surprise. That's next. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash to watch. Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. 
Finally tonight, you may need the tissues for this one. A military dad traveled more than 30 hours from his deployment in the Middle East to watch his daughter walk across the stage at her college graduation. Navy Petty Officer Second Class Douglas Hernandez traveled from Dubai to Las Vegas to surprise his little girl, Pamela. He'd been deployed since July of last year. The two shared an emotional hug as the crowd cheered that beautiful moment. It's a reminder how much people who serve our country sacrifice. That is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.